This is Sam, and you're listening to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. Hey, welcome back, nerds. It's the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. It is Saturday, February 24th. Last night, Friday, February 23rd, we hosted our most recent live game on YouTube. We had a lot of teams playing. I'm going to play with you now five rounds from that night. One of them was more of a visual round. I'll post the visual to social media. But five of the rounds work perfectly fine for the podcast. Quick shout out, though, before we go. A lot of teams played last night. I just want to give them all a very quick shout out. Eight Hands, Dorknados, The Common Fools, The Newlyweds. I want people to be afraid of how much they love Sam. I love that name. Cloud Nine, Spring Training Canadians, Appa Yip Yip, Armchair Detectives, Someone Jarted, We Don't Remember Our Team Name, Miss Kelly's Cooking Book Cohort, Cape Crusaders, Edebrog, Our Drinking Team Has a Quiz Problem, Chores and Rubs, Worcestershire Acai Hyperbole, Simply the Best, and Definitely Not ChatGPT. Thank you all so much for spending your Friday night with me. There's a lot to do, and the fact that you chose to spend it with me, yeah, that feels special. I appreciate that. And all of you that are listening along in your car or on your run, on your walk, whatever you are doing while you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Anyway, like I said, I got five rounds for today. All of these were from the live game. Those rounds are Listum, Short Answer Chain, Short Answer Themes, Mystery Initials, and Acrostics. So here we go. Round number one, Listum. I play this round in the live game a lot, but I don't always do it on the podcast. I'm actually not sure how well it translates to the podcast, because if you're playing along, you probably want to have your pause button ready. So that's why I don't always do it. So any, anyway, um, I'll, ha- I'll have a poll. Spotify listeners, weigh in on the poll. Should I include Listum more often in the podcast? I'd really be interested in your honest feedback on that. But anyway, the way that Listum works, I have two lists. You have to choose one of those lists and try to identify the five correct answers. I'm going to give you seven guesses that you can make in any order, and you are awarded two points for each correct answer. So my two lists, both are top five lists. Again, you have to choose one of these lists. So list one would be the top five busiest airports in the United States. That's according to Business Insider in December of 2023. List two would be the top five overseas countries with the most active duty U.S. service members. And this one's from USA Facts, published in September 2023. So which one are you going to do? Are you going to try to identify the top five busiest airports in the United States? Or are you going to try to identify the top five overseas countries with the most active duty U.S. troops? Or since you're playing at home, you can try to figure out both. Either is fine with me. Anyway, choose one list, identify five correct answers. You have seven guesses that you can make in any order. You get two points per correct answer. So pause now if you want time to think. Pause now if you want time to think. I'm about to reveal the top five busiest airports in the United States. Number five would be Chicago. Specifically O'Hare, but if you just said Chicago, that's fine. Chicago O'Hare, 43.7 million seats. 
Number four, Los Angeles, 44.5 million seats. Number three, this is the one probably the most people playing live missed. That would be Denver with 46.7 million seats. Number two, Dallas-Fort Worth with 48.1 million seats. And number one, Hartsfield-Jackson, Atlanta. So Atlanta with 61.2 million seats. So there you have it. Those are the top five. If you guessed New York, JFK, Las Vegas, Harry Reid, Orlando, Charlotte Douglas, Miami, those were all in the top 10, but you just missed it. You just missed it. Those ones outside the top five, but in the top 10, they don't count. You were close. All right. Now I'm going to reveal the overseas countries with the most U.S. troops. Most active duty U.S. troops. All right. Number five, the United Kingdom. 9,940 U.S. troops. Number four, Italy, 12,405 U.S. troops. Number three, South Korea, 24,159 U.S. troops. Number two, Germany, 35,188 U.S. troops. And then number one, Japan, 53,246. Of course, these don't count, but outside the top five, but still in the top 10 would be Bahrain, Spain, Australia, Turkey, and Belgium. Okay, that was round number one, list them. Again, I would be interested in how do you feel about this round being played on the podcast. It's fun in the live game because it gets people talking. You can throw out guesses without totally knowing the answer. It's kind of fun in the live game, but I could see it not translating great to the podcast. So let me know, Spotify listeners, in the poll. I just felt like trying that new today. All right, that was round number one, list them. Coming up, we got round number two, short answer chain. Round number two, short answer chain. You know how this one works. I have 10 short answer items, which partially connect to the items immediately preceding and or the item immediately following, hence the chain. So here we go. Item number one, born in 1975. This is the host of the Armchair Expert podcast. Item number two, according to the Food Network's Alton Brown, Some of the main ingredients for this dish include russet potatoes, carrots, onion, garlic, corn, peas, and ground lamb. Item number three. This 1999 film reintroduced audiences to the actor Thomas Ian Nicholas, who had previously starred in Rookie of the Year and A King in King Arthur's Court. Item number four, Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie have judged for this competition series since 2018. Item five, 
A notable song by this musician was inspired by a 1979 visit to a Tokyo nightclub where attendees were dancing next to mirrors. Hence the lyric, with a record selection and a mirror's reflection. All right, item six. This is the patriarch of a family which includes multiple recording artists, including Trace, a former member of the pop rock band Metro Station. Item seven. This 13 time Pro Bowler won Super Bowls 35 and 47. For Super Bowl 35, this player won Super Bowl MVP ahead of his team's quarterback, Trent Dilfer. Item number eight. Born in 1832 with the name Charles Lutwidge Dotson, this popular children's author caricatured himself into his signature book as the Dodo. And then in the 2010 film adaptation by Tim Burton, the Dodo was voiced by Michael Goff in one of his final roles. Item number nine. While she probably views herself as a protagonist, this woman was seen as the antagonist by the star of a 2020 Netflix true crime documentary. And item number 10. Originating in 1945, The founders of this chain were obsessed with providing customers with a different flavor for every day of the month. As of 2019, the chain surpassed 1,400 total flavors. All right, pause now if you need more time. I'll go over those again, but then I'll reveal the answers. All right, item number one. Born in 1975, this is the host of the Armchair Expert podcast. All right, this person was name dropped on my last episode. I officially have one degree of separation away from this person, Dak Shepard. There you have it. All right, number two, according to the Food Network's Alton Brown, some of the main ingredients for this dish include russet potatoes, carrots, onion, garlic, corn, peas, and ground lamb. All right, we, of course, of course. Are talking about the shepherd's pie, connecting with Dax Shepard. Number three, this 1999 film reintroduced audiences to the actor Thomas Ian Nicholas, who had previously starred in Rookie of the Year and a kid in King Arthur's Court. All right, that film, American Pie, connecting with Shepherd's Pie. Item four. Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie have judged for this competition series since 2018. We are talking about American Idol, connecting with American Pie. Number five, a notable song by this musician was inspired by a 1979 visit to a Tokyo nightclub where attendees were dancing next to mirrors, hence the lyric with a record selection and a mirror's reflection. I'll be dancing with myself. So the song "Dancing with Myself," the artist Billy Idol, connecting with American Idol. All right, number six. This is the patriarch of a family which includes multiple recording artists, including Trace, a former member of the pop rock band Metro Station. Yeah, so Trace, not the most famous of the offspring of this person. 
So I am looking for Billy Ray Cyrus. So Trace Cyrus was in Metro Station. And then, of course, Miley Cyrus was the most famous of them all. Anyway, Billy Ray Cyrus connecting with Billy Idol. Number seven, this 13-time Pro Bowler won Super Bowls 35 and 47. For Super Bowl 35, player won the Super Bowl MVP honor ahead of his team's quarterback, Trent Dilfer. All right, that player, Ray Lewis, connecting with Billy Ray Cyrus. All right, number eight, born in 1832 with the name Charles Lutwidge Dodson, this popular children's author caricatured himself into his signature book as the Dodo. In the 2010 film adaptation by Tim Burton, the Dodo was voiced by Michael Goff in one of his final film roles. All right, that would be Lewis Carroll, and that's referring to Alice in Wonderland. Lewis Carroll, of course, sharing his name with Ray Lewis. All right, number nine. While she probably views herself as a protagonist, this woman was seen as the antagonist by the star of a 2020 Netflix true crime documentary. All right, we are talking about Carol Baskin, partially sharing her name with Lewis Carroll. And then number 10, originating in 1945, the founders of this chain were obsessed with providing customers with a different flavor for every day of the month. As of 2019, the chain surpassed 1,400 total flavors. I'm talking about Baskin Robbins, partially sharing its name with Carol Baskins. All right, that was round number two, short answer chain. Coming up, we got round number three, short answer themes. All right, round number three, short answer themes. This round has 10 short answer items, all featuring a common theme. Now, during the live game, I kept this common theme a secret. I feel like though, since you're all playing along, usually in your car, more likely you're by yourself, not playing cooperatively with like a team of people. I feel like I'm gonna reveal the theme for you just to keep it, just to keep it fair. So the theme of this round, and, you know, close your ears if you don't want to hear it. Fast forward 15 seconds if you want, I guess, or just turn the volume down, I guess, if you want. Anyway, the theme of this round would be everything is related to the middle or center of something. All right, let's do this. Round number three, short answer themes. Here we go. Item number one, episode six of WandaVision was heavily inspired by this family comedy. Item number two. The architectural height of this American building is 1,776 feet. Item number three. Here's another family comedy. This one debuting in September 2009 and set in Orson, Indiana. Item four. Austin Hayes and Mookie Betts started at this position in the most recent edition of their sports all-star game. Item number five. 
Released in 1997, this is the quadruple platinum debut album by a trio from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Item 6. This 1981 banger featured plenty of na-nas and the lyric, Does she walk? Does she talk? Does she come complete? My homeroom, homeroom angel always pulled me from my seat. Item number seven. This fictional land features Fangorn Forest, which is known to be the last habitation of the Ents and the Horns. Item number eight. Creed Humphrey was selected to start at this position in the most recent edition of his sports all-star game, but was not able to participate. Item number nine. Written after the band was dropped by Capitol Records due to poor record sales, this song was featured on the 2001 album Bleed American and became a massive hit. Thus, the song exists to forever remind us, don't write yourself off yet. And number 10. In this science fiction novel by Jules Verne, Professor Otto Lindenbrock embarks on an expedition which begins at an Icelandic volcano. All right, pause now if you want more time. We'll go over those again, but then I'm going to give you the answers. Here we go. Item number one. Episode six of WandaVision was heavily inspired by this family comedy. All right, we are talking about Malcolm in the Middle. Number two, the architectural height of this American building is 1,776 feet. Okay, that is in homage to 1776 when the Declaration of Independence was signed. We are talking about one World Trade Center. As long as you knew it was the World Trade Center, that, that's fine. We'll count it. All right, number three. Here's another family comedy. This one debuting in September 2009 and set in Orson, Indiana. All right, that one, The Middle. Number four. Austin Hay and Mookie Betts started at this position in the most recent edition of their sports all-star game. All right, that would be Center Field. Number five, released in 1997. This is the quadruple platinum debut album by a trio from Tulsa, Oklahoma. So the trio, that is Hanson. The album name, Middle of Nowhere. All right, number six, this 1981 banger featured plenty of na-nas and the lyric, does she walk, does she talk, does she come complete? My homeroom, homeroom angel always pulled me from my seat. What a great song. Um, that is Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band. Love that song. Number seven. This fictional land features Fangorn Forest, which is known to be the last habitation of the Ents and the Horns. So that is a Lord of the Rings reference. So Middle Earth. All right, number eight. Creed Humphrey was selected to start at this position in the most recent edition of his sports all-star game, but was not able to participate because he plays for the Chiefs and was in the Super Bowl instead. That would be center. Number nine, 
Written after the band was dropped by Capitol Records due to poor record sales, this song was featured on the 2001 album Bleed American and became a massive hit. Thus, the song exists to forever remind us, don't write yourself off yet. All right, we are talking about The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. And then finally, number 10. In this science fiction novel by Jules Verne, Professor Otto Lindenbrock embarks on an expedition which begins at an Icelandic volcano. All right, that was Journey to the Center of the Earth. So yeah, all of these had either middle or center within their name. Anyway, that was round number three, short answer themes. Coming up, we got round number four, mystery initials. Round number four, mystery initials. I'm not going to be nice to the podcast listeners on this one. You got to figure out what the mystery initials are. I have 10 short answer items. The answers for each item share common initials. Usually I tell you what those initials are. This time I am keeping them a secret. I will let you figure that out. Anyway, here we go. Item number one. This Enlightenment thinker argued for natural rights, social contract theory, and limited government in his two treatises of government. Item number two. This musician founded the Quarrymen in 1956. Item three. This author's 1903 signature novel was set in the Yukon with a main character named Buck. Item four. This ensemble first appeared in the March 1960 edition of the comic book series, The Brave and the Bold. Item 5. This actress was the world's highest paid actress in 2015 when she made her fourth and final appearance in a saga, and again in 2016 when she reprised her role in a comic book film franchise. Item 6. Now a subsidiary of Shell, this chain of auto shops was founded in Utah in 1971 and currently has over 2,000 locations. Item 7. Born in 1950, this longtime talk show personality now has a YouTube channel with over 3.6 million subscribers where he discusses cars, motorcycles, and, quote, anything that rolls. Item 8. This actor earned a nomination for Best Supporting Actor at the 1999 Academy Awards for his breakout role in The Talented Mr. Ripley. Item 9. Born in 1971, this Academy Award-winning actor has also charted on the Billboard Hot 100 with the songs The Kill, From Yesterday, This Is War, and several others. And number 10. This actor landed his first role in a non-Chinese film with Lethal Weapon 4. All right, let's go over those. If you haven't figured out the initials yet, the initials are J.L., 
Let's do this. Number one, this Enlightenment thinker argued for natural rights, social contract theory, and limited government in his two treatises of government. All right, we are talking about John Locke. Number two, this musician founded the Quarrymen in 1956. All right, that would be John Lennon. Number three, this author's 1903 signature novel was set in Yukon with a main character named Buck. All right, that novel, The Call of the Wild, the author, Jack London. Number four, this ensemble first appeared in the March 1960 edition of the comic book series, The Brave and the Bold. All right, we are talking about the Justice League. Number five, this actress was the world's highest paid actress in 2015 when she made her fourth and final appearance in a Sega, and then again in 2016 when she reprised her role within a comic book film franchise. All right, we are talking about Jennifer Lawrence and then her work in The Hunger Games as well as X-Men. Number six, now a subsidiary of Shell, this chain of auto shops was founded in Utah in 1971 and currently has over 2,000 locations. All right, that would be Jiffy Lube. Number seven, born in 1950, this longtime talk show personality now has a YouTube channel with over 3.6 million subscribers where he discusses cars, motorcycles, and quote, anything that rolls. All right, that is Jay Leno. Number eight, this actor earned a nomination for Best Supporting Actor at the 1999 Academy Awards for his breakout role in The Talented Mr. Ripley. That would be Jude Law. Number nine, born in 1971, this Academy Award-winning actor has also charted on the Billboard Hot 100 with several songs including The Kill, From Yesterday, and This Is War. All right, I am talking about Jared Leto. And then number 10, this actor landed his first role in a non-Chinese film with Lethal Weapon 4. All right, that is Jet Li. So that was round number four, mystery initials. We got one more for you coming up, round number five, acrostics. All right, our fifth and final round, acrostics. So I have 10 items. And the first letter from each item spells out a 10-letter word. Or in this case, a person who has 10 letters in their name. So your clue for this person with 10 letters in their name, and their name is going to spell out an acrostic that has the answers for items number 1 through 10. So the clue, the clue for the acrostic. Born in 1948, this actress has won an Oscar in 1990, two Emmys, in 2012 and 2014, and was even nominated for a Tony Award in 1983. So, yeah, um, as you go along, 
Think about what the first letter of each answer is. Spell it out. Should help you along. Just as if it was an acrostic poem. All right. Number one. With many of its citizens feeling misrepresented by a 2006 film, a spokesperson from this country's embassy felt the need to clarify to NPR that its people drink fermented horse milk, not fermented horse urine, and that it has an economy centered around oil, not potassium. Item number two. This is the only club to complete an undefeated season in the English Premier League. Item number three. This musician is associated with a 1993 ode to what could have been, which features the lyric, I should have learned to rope and ride, wearing my six-shooter, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Item four. Released in 2001 and set in the 26th century, this video game was named the Game of the Year by IGN, Electronic Gaming Monthly, and numerous other publications. Item 5. First published as a manga series in 1996, this media franchise revolves around its puzzle-loving protagonist, Yugi Moto. Alright, number 6. This southeastern port city is South Korea's second most populous city. Item 7. This musician made a guest appearance at this year's Super Bowl halftime show, playing the piano while singing, Some people want it all, but I don't want nothing at all. Item 8. From 1998 to 2006 and again in 2023, this actor played a character known for driving a 1969 Oldsmobile and keeping a secret stash of money inside an old Candyland board game. Alright, number 9. This is a Swedish musician primarily known for a 1997 single featuring the lyric, It ain't easy to say goodbye. Darling, please, don't start to cry. Because, girl, you know I got to go. And number 10. Associated with birthdays from November 22nd to December 21st, people of this astrological sign are described by Cosmopolitan as, quote, bright and breezy, all big hugs, bouncy energy, and lots of laughs. All right. Pause now if you need more time. We're going to go over those again, but then we're going to give you the answers. Of course, the acrostic, the clue for the acrostic, born in 1948, this actress has won an Oscar in 1990, two Emmys in 2012 and 2014, and has been nominated for a Tony in 1983. So quite the accomplished actress, and her name spells the acrostic. All right, number one. With many of its citizens feeling misrepresented by a 2006 film, a spokesperson from this country's embassy felt the need to clarify to NPR that its people drink fermented horse milk, not fermented horse urine, and that it has an economy centered around oil, not potassium. That movie, Borat, the country, Kazakhstan. So K is the first letter of the acrostic. 
All right, number two. This is the only club to complete an undefeated season in the English Premier League. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this team, but well done to them. That would be Arsenal. Arsenal, so K-A. All right, number three. This musician is associated with a 1993 ode to what could have been, which features the lyric, I should have learned to rope and ride, wearing my six-shooter, riding my pony on a cattle drive. All right, that song, Should Have Been a Cowboy, the artist, I don't know this artist very much, but rest in peace to him, Toby Keith. All right, number four, released in 2001 and set in the 26th century, this video game was named the Game of the Year by IGN, Electronic Gaming Monthly, and numerous other publications. Oh man, did I play this game a lot in high school. That would be Halo Combat Evolved, or if you just said Halo, you are fine. That was so much fun. So much fun. All right, number five. First published as a manga series in 1996, this media franchise revolves around its puzzle-loving protagonist, Yugi Muto. That would be Yu-Gi-Oh! So our acrostic so far, K-A-T-H-Y. All right, that's a pretty good start. K-A-T-H-Y. All right, number six. This southeastern port city is South Korea's second most populous city. We are talking about Busan. All right, number seven. This musician made a guest appearance at this year's Super Bowl halftime show playing the piano while singing. Some people want it all, but I don't want nothing at all. All right, that artist, Alicia Keys, starting with an A. All right, number eight, from 1998 to 2006, and again in 2023, this actor played a character known for driving a 1969 Oldsmobile and keeping a secret stash of money inside an old Candyland board game. All right, this is one of my favorite shows, That 70s Show, right, the character Eric Foreman, the Oldsmobile, the Vista Cruiser. The actor, though, Topher Grace, starting with a T. All right, number nine. This is a Swedish musician primarily known for a 1997 single featuring the lyric, It ain't easy to say goodbye. Darling, please don't start to cry. Because, girl, you know I got to go. That's a banger. Uh, that... That song, Save Tonight, the artist, Eagle Eye Cherry, which I didn't realize is is his actual name. That's not a band name. That is the musician's name. Pretty cool name. All right, number 10, associated with birthdays from November 22nd to December 21st, people of this astrological sign are described by Cosmopolitan as bright and breezy, all big hugs, bouncy energy, and lots of laughs. All right, that is Sagittarius. 
So, our acrostic, K, Kazakhstan, A, Arsenal FC, T, Toby Keith, H, Halo, Y, Yu-Gi-Oh, B, Busan, A, Alicia Keys, T, Topher Grace, E, Eagle Eye Cherry, S, Sagittarius, Kathy Bates was the acclaimed actress who has won an Oscar, two Emmys, and has even been nominated for a Tony. So well done, Kathy Bates. All right, that was round number five, Acrostics. Thank you so much for playing. Again, that game was originally played live. That's why it's a slightly longer podcast than I normally would have. Um, I gave you just all the rounds that we played besides movie links, because for movie links on the live game, I give you actual scenes from the movie rather than just clues about each movie. If you think that that would be fun to play live on a Friday night, the next one's going to be Friday, March 22nd. That's going to be at that's going to be at 8 p.m. Central. All right, I'm coming out of Minneapolis, so that's really just the best time for me. So I, I apologize if in your time zone that's not great for you. But 8 p.m. Central, Friday, March 22nd. We would love to have you join us. You know, the more the merrier. And then, yeah, I appreciate you listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please give us that five-star rating on Spotify and Apple. Right, We are currently at 4.9 stars with 281 Spotify ratings. That is awesome. Thank you so much. And we're currently at 4.8 stars with 46 Apple ratings. That is so awesome. And I don't know if there's other platforms that do ratings, but if you can throw me a five-star rating on those, uh, I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right, This thing... You know, I I know I'm the one kind of spearheading it, but I I really, truly do see this as a group. That's the way it started. It started as a Facebook group of me putting out trivia questions for my friends to play along. And then somehow it grew into what it's become today. So that's why it's called the Pub Trivia Group. You are all members of the group, whether you're on the Facebook page or not. You are all part of this online trivia community, and I greatly appreciate it because, let's face it, I needed a hobby. (laughs) All right. Everyone, thank you again so much. Peace out and pod on you nerds.